I was born into a family that practiced spiritism for many generations. And since I can remember, I always saw shadows walking around, going through walls, following me everywhere. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There was no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist John Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems but found answers in a real God. Today, we're going to talk about the danger in the popularity of people diving into New Age and pagan beliefs, which is contacting and following spirit guides. Now, these spirit guides are also known as ascended masters or unseen helpers, but they're actually demons posing as ancient spirits. Now, many seek spirit guides to get a more spiritual awareness and to achieve divinity and connect to the cosmos. However, today we will have Ivani Greppi, who is a former New Age spiritualist who is known for channeling spirits as a medium, and she will reveal to us the truth about what she discovered with her spirit guides. And today, she has chosen to follow Jesus Christ instead. Let's find out what she has to say. Ivani, welcome to the show. Hi, Don. Thank you so much for having me. Ivani, yes, yes, thank you for coming to the show and talking to us about this. I know there's so much to learn through your experience. I understand you're doing this until you're 38 years of age, and you're raised up in it since you were young. Tell me, the first time you ever saw a spirit that your family was teaching you about. Yes, I was born into a family that practiced spiritism for many generations. So it was natural for us to believe in these things. And when I was born, I was told I had the gift because I saw these shadow people, which, as you described, are actually demons. We thought they were spirits. And since I can remember, I always saw shadows walking around, going through walls, following me everywhere, even during the day at school. But I can remember as far as back as maybe five or younger But all my life, I saw these entities thinking that they were spirits trying to communicate through me because I was a medium. And I had what they called the gift to communicate with spirits. My gosh. So you were actually able to see and communicate with these spirits since you were younger. But I understand that these weren't always pleasant experiences with these spirits. Like sometimes it was pretty scary because I understand you know now that they were demons. Yeah, that's terrifying for anyone, never mind a child, to go through. And unfortunately, children do go through these experiences because demons, they don't care who they attack. But you just can't move or speak or you're totally paralyzed. And it's a very terrifying experience because at that time you feel like there's something there that will hurt you, a spirit that's right there next to you. And it's evil. It's an evil presence. Mm. So though you felt like it was evil, even at that time... I understand you were being told that these spirits were from God and that you being able to see them and communicate to them was like seen in a very positive light by your family. Yes, because my great-grandparents practiced it. My grandparents, they were all mediums. 
in in Buddhism believes there are many different sects, just like there are in different religions. And the way my family practiced it, everyone in my family, they were good people, loving people. I was brought up in a loving home, but we never heard about Jesus Christ. We knew Jesus and God, but we had our own version of who God and Jesus was. Jesus was not God to us. He was just a man that walked on earth that had a very elevated spirit. Wow. So this was deeply rooted in your upbringing. I understand you were really involved in all types of spiritism, starting from when you were younger, that evolved deeper and deeper daily. Yes. I lived in Brazil. I was nine. And up until then, we practiced what my family always practiced, which was the healing type of spiritism. And it was called the white table, kind of like a seance type of thing where people would channel departed spirits and they would use that to heal people from anything from diseases to spiritual attacks, even financial problems, things like that. But then I came to the United States. I lived here for five years. When I returned as a teenager to Brazil, I was 14 years old, I became involved in Umbanda, which was brought to Brazil by African slaves. Mm -hmm. It has drums and candles and incense, and everyone wears white and beads and dances. So the belief in that is spirit guides, which is also the belief in white tables. But the spirit guides in the Umbanda are a mixture of departed human spirits and gods like gods of the ocean, of thunder, and it was all brought from Africa, and it mingled with the Catholicism beliefs in Brazil to where each god is represented by a Catholic saint. Mm. Now, I understand that your family believed in white witchcraft, which was seen in a positive light. Then there was dark witchcraft, which you didn't practice, but then there were times you had to appease or please the dark side. Can you tell us about that? Well, once a month, the temple would be closed to any visitors because people would come for healing. The mediums, they would receive their spirit guides and would heal or just give advice or help break curses. But during this time, once a month, the temple would be closed. There would be music and chanting and worshiping of these beings that were demonic-like. And the reason was to keep them at bay to protect the temple. It was kind of a trade-off. We would worship them, and there would be offerings of cigars, cachaça, which, which is like a moonshine, that would be offered. And the mediums would become possessed by these beings and dance and sing, and it was just demonic in nature. And we believed that that was what we needed to do to keep the temple safe from attacks. That sounds crazy, because though most of you guys believed that you guys were on the good side of witchcraft, it still required you to delve into dark witchcraft, really showing maybe that it's all the same thing. I mean, during those days, what did you believe regarding what happens to people when they die? Yeah, that's such a great question because that's the whole deceitfulness about the New Age and the occult. We believed in God as universal energy, not a being, and we believed in reincarnation. Mm. So we did believe that Every time you died and you came back, it was an opportunity to better yourself. So it was believed that we had control of our future. and We did not depend on God or Christ because we thought we could actually better ourselves and become better spiritual beings throughout our process of reincarnation. Wow, that is interesting. Though this is not Buddhism, your beliefs had matching beliefs to the reincarnation that Buddhists teach. But of course, a little different. This is fascinating, Ivani. And I can't wait to learn more how you became a Christian later on and forsook these ways of white witchcraft, dark witchcraft, like the whole thing. 
I understand things got really bad with these spirit guides, and I definitely want to hear when you come back. Thanks so much, Ivani. Amen. Thank you. Crazy stuff we're hearing about. Let's go deeper into what you just heard right after the break. Listen, my friend, you are in a spiritual battle, and there's a spiritual battle right now for the soul of our nation. The Bible says we overcome the power of the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimonies. And friend, I need your help spreading this show to all 50 states all across the USA, and that takes money to broadcast in each city. You can help by being a stable monthly giver of our ministry, Awakening the Nations. We are a ministry who's committed to preaching the gospel all across the world. Partner by going to awakeningthenations.com, and we believe America shall be saved. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We want to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? I know you may be listening and maybe you're wondering if any of this stuff is even true or not. Maybe you have dealt with this stuff yourself. I don't know. For me, I didn't ever believe in this kind of thing. It was somewhat of an old wives tale kind of thing, you know, like something maybe kids did for fun to just spook each other, like ghost stories. However, I started understanding for the first time that this stuff was real when I myself was cursed by a witch who practiced witchcraft in Africa. As she was doing it, I could feel like these waves of wind around me, though there wasn't any physical wind, but it wasn't touching me. It was an interesting experience. And now, how do you respond to something like this? Does it scare you? Intrigue you? Well, as you will hear, there's nothing to be intrigued about. There's a level of danger with those who cast spells and contact spirit guides in order to do favors and things for them. What is really interesting is that Ivani Greppi thought she was talking to spirits on the outside of her and like they would leave her alone and stay on the outside. But according to the ancient scriptures, demons, once you invite them, they don't leave, at least willingly. They need to be driven out by a more powerful force. They weren't on the outside of Ivani. Rather, they were operating from the inside. It is written in Matthew 12, 43-45, When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places seeking rest and finds none. Then he says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it empty, swept and put in order. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. So shall it be with this wicked generation. You see, these spirits that Ivani was talking to were unclean spirits. And as you can see, according to this illustration, Jesus is telling us that they want to make a home in a person, not just visit, but a home. And not just one demon, but many. Oftentimes, Jesus demonstrated delivering people from not just one demon, but several. Luke 8, 1-2, Now it came to pass afterward that he went through every city and village, preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God, and the twelve were with him. And certain women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom had come seven demons. You can see spirit guides, plural, isn't a good thing. And it's crazy how people are willingly opening up their spirits to this stuff and looking for what? More supernatural power? Power is power, but not all power is clean. Think about that. As you're listening to this, I want to encourage you, just as we are not to seek out these spirit guides, 
We're also commanded to seek the Lord and to not be afraid of any of the power of the demons or the evil one. You know, from the story of this witch cursing me, going back to that, she was cursing me to die is what I found out. But instead of hitting me, unfortunately, that curse hit her and I was fine. I'm sad about that to this day. But listen to me, if you're a believer, when it comes to the power of the demonic, just remember you serve a bigger God. How are you feeling about this? Have you ever dabbled into seeking spirit guides and things like that? If so, I recommend you to seek deliverance from the power of the demonic. And we can start with a prayer right now. Let's pray. Father God, I'm just lifting up to all those who have heard what we're talking about and to the ones who are saying, oh my gosh, I didn't know this about spirit guides. I didn't know this about these spirits that are promising me good things. Right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we break all power of witchcraft over everyone's life who's listening under the sound of my breath. We break it in Jesus' name, the hold of it. We drive out every powerful demonic force, every spirit guide, every spirit, everything demonic. Go right now in the mighty name of Yeshua of Nazareth. We command it right now. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness. We thank you for your power, God. And we thank you, Lord, that we as believers can have the Abrahamic blessing. Lord Jesus, we receive you right now for someone who's never received you. We receive your presence. We receive you, your Holy Spirit. Jesus, we need you in our lives. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony. And I know that your life was touched. Did you know we have a Facebook page? Just search for Real Life Radio Show on Facebook and find out more about Real Life Radio guests, schedules, and events. That's Real Life Radio Show. See you next time.